What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Part 3 of Antigone by Sophocles translated by edward hayes plumptree eighteen twenty one to eighteen ninety one this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part three creon and know ye not if men have leave to speak their songs and wailings thus to stave off death that they will never stop lead lead her on without delay and as i have said immure in yon cavernous tomb and then depart leave her to choose or drear in lonely death or living in the tomb to find her home our hands are clean in all that touches her but she no more shall dwell on earth with us antigone turning towards the covers o tomb my bridal chamber vaulted home guarded right well forever where i go to join mine own of whom the greater part among the dead doth persephassa hold and i of all the last and saddest wend my way below life's little span unfilled and yet i go and feed myself with hopes that i shall meet them by my father loved dear to my mother well beloved of thee thou darling brother i with these my hands washed each dear corpse arrayed you poured libations in rites of burial and in care for thee thy body polynices honouring i gain this recompense and yet in sight of all that rightly judged the deed was good i had not done it had i come to be a mother with her children had not dared though twere a husband dead that mouldered there against my country's will to bear this toil and am i asked what law constrained me thus i answer had i lost a husband dear i might have had another other sons by other spouse if one were lost to me but when my father and my mother sleep in hades then no brother more can come and therefore giving thee the foremost place i seemed in creon's eyes o brother dear to sin in boldest daring therefore now he leads me having taken me by force cut off from marriage-bed and marriage-song untasting wife's true joy or mother's bliss with infant at her breast but all forlorn bereaved of friends in utter misery alive i tread the chambers of the dead what law of heaven have i transgressed against what use for me ill-starred one still to look to any god for succour or to call on any friend for aid for a holiest deed i bear this charge of rank unholiness if acts like these the gods on high approve we taught by pain shall own that we have sinned but if these sin looking at creon i pray they suffer not worse evils than the wrongs they do to me chorus still do the same wild blasts vex her who standeth there 
creon therefore shall these her guards weep sore for this delay chorus ah me this word of thine tells of death drawing nigh creon i cannot bid thee hope for other end than this antigone o citadel of thebes my native land ye gods of ancient days i go and linger not behold me o ye senators of thebes the last lone scion of the kingly race what things i suffer and from whom they come revering still the laws of reverence guards lead antigone away strophe one chorus so did the form of danai bear of old in brazen palace hid to lose the light of heaven and in her tomb-like chamber was enclosed yet she o child was noble in her race and well she stored the golden shower of zeus but great and dread the might of destiny nor kingly wealth nor war nor tower nor dark-hulled ships beaten by waves escape antistrophe so too was shut enclosed in dungeon cave bitter and fierce in mood the son of drias king of yon edonian tribes for vile reproach by dionysus hands and so his strength and soul o'er mad waste drop by drop away and so he learnt that he against the god spake his mad words of scorn for he the menad throng in bright fire fain had stopped and roused the muses wrath strophe two and by the double sea of those dark rocks are shores of bosporus and thracian isle as salmidesos known where ares whom they serve god of the region round saw the dire blinding wound that smote the twin-born sons of phineus by relentless stepdame's hand dark wound on dark doomed eyes not with the stroke of sword but blood-stained hands and point of spindle sharp antistrophe two and they in misery miserable fate wasting away wept sore born of a mother wedded with a curse and she who claimed descent from men of ancient fame the old erechthide race amid her father's winds daughter of boreas in far distant caves was reared a child of gods swift moving as the steed o'er lofty crag and yet the ever-living fates bore hard on her enter tiresias guided by a boy tiresias princes of thebes we come as travellers joined one seeing for both for still the blind must use a guide's assistance to direct his steps creon and what new thing tiresias brings thee here tiresias i'll tell thee and do thou the seer obey creon of old i was not wont to slight thy thoughts tiresias so didst thou steer our city's course full well creon i bear my witness from good profit gained tiresias know then thou walkst on fortune's razor edge creon what means this how i shudder at thy speech tiresias soon shalt thou know as thou dost hear the signs of my dread art for sitting as of old upon my ancient seat of augury where every bird finds haven lo i hear strange cry of winged creatures shouting shrill with inarticulate passion and i knew that they were tearing each the other's flesh with bloody talons for their whirring wings made that quite clear and straightway i in fear made trial of the sacrifice that lay on fiery altar 
and hephaestus flame shone not from out the offering but there oozed upon the ashes trickling from the bones a moisture and it smouldered and it spat and lo the gall was scattered to the air and forth from out the fat that wrapped them round the thigh bones fell such omens of decay from holy sacrifice i learnt from him this boy who now stands here for he is still a guide to me as i to others am and all this evil falls upon the state from out thy counsels for our altars all our sacred hearths are full of food for dogs and birds unclean the flesh of that poor wretch who fell the son of oedipus and so the gods no more hear prayers of sacrifice nor own the flame that burns the victim's limbs nor do the birds give cry of omen good but feed on carrion of a slaughtered corpse thinks thou on this my son to err indeed is common unto all but having erred he is no longer reckless or unblessed who having fallen into evil seeks for healing nor continues still unmoved self-will must bear the charge of stubbornness yield to the dead and outrage not a corpse what prowess is it fallen foes to slay good counsel give i planning good for thee and of all joys the sweetest is to learn from one who speaketh well should that bring gain creon old men as archers aiming at their mark so ye shoot forth your venom darts at me i know your augur's tricks and by your tribe long since am tricked and sold yes gain your gains get sardis amber metal indian gold that corpse ye shall not hide in any tomb not though the eagles birds of zeus should bear their carrion morsels to the throne of god not even fearing this pollution dire will i consent to burial well i know that man is powerless to pollute the gods but many fall tiresias dotard old a shameful fall who glows their shameful words for lucre's sake with surface show of good tiresias ah me does no man know does none consider creon consider what what trite poor saw comes now tiresias how far good counsel is of all things best creon so far i trow as folly is worst ill tiresias of that disease thy soul alas is full creon i will not meet a seer with evil words tiresias thou dost so saying i divine with lies creon the race of seers is ever fond of gold tiresias and that of tyrants still loves lucre foul creon dost know thou speak'st thy words of those that rule tiresias i know through me thou rulest a city saved creon wise seer art thou yet given overmuch to wrong tiresias thou stir me to speak out my soul's dread secrets creon out with them only speak them not for gain tiresias so is it i trow in all that touches thee creon know that thou shalt not bargain with my will tiresias know then and know it well that thou shalt see not many winding circuits of the sun before thou givest as quittance for the dead a corpse by thee begotten for that thou hast to the ground cast one that walked on earth and foully placed within a sepulchre a living soul and now thou keep'st from them the gods below the corpse of one unblessed unwept unhallowed and in these things thou canst claim no part nor yet the gods above but they by thee are outraged and they wait 
the sure though slow avengers of the grave the dread erinnys of the mighty gods for thee in these same evils to be snared search well if i say this as one who sells his soul for money yet a little while and in thy house the wail of men and women shall make it plain and every city stirs itself in arms against thee owning those whose limbs the dogs have buried or fierce wolves or winged birds have brought the accursed taint to region consecrate doom like to this sure darting as an arrow to its mark i launch at thee for thou dost vex me sore an archer aiming at the very heart and thou shalt not escape its fiery sting and now o oh boy lead thou me home again that he may vent his spleen on younger men and learn to keep his tongue more orderly with better thoughts than this his present mood exit chorus the man has gone o king predicting woe and well we know since first our raven hair was mixed with grey that never yet his words were uttered to our state and failed of truth creon i know it too tis that that troubles me to yield is hard but holding out to smite one's soul with sorrow this is harder still chorus we need wise counsel o Menikius's son creon what shall i do speak thou and i'll obey chorus go then and free the maiden from her tomb and give a grave to him who lies exposed creon is this thy counsel dost thou bid me yield chorus without delay o king for lo they come the gods swift-footed ministers of ill and in an instant lay the self-willed low creon ah oh, me tis hard and yet i bend my will to do thy bidding with necessity we must not fight at such o'erwhelming odds chorus go then and act commit it not to others creon e'en as i am i'll go come come my men present or absent come and in your hands bring axes come to yonder eminence and i since now my judgment leans that way who myself bound her now myself will loose too much i fear lest it should wisest prove maintaining ancient laws to end my life exit strophe one chorus o thou of many names of that cadmean maid the glory and the joy whom zeus as offspring owns zeus thundering deep and loud who watchest over famed italia and reignst over all the bays that deo claims on fair eleusis coast bacchus who dwellst in thebes the mother-town of all thy bacchant train among ismena's stream and with the dragon's brood antistrophe one thee o'er the double peak of yonder height the blaze of flashing fire beholds where nymphs of Coricos go forth in bacchic dance and by the flowery stream of castaly and thee the ivied slopes of nisa's hills and vine-clad promontory while words of more than mortal melody shout out the well-known name send forth the guardian lord of the wide streets of thebes strophe two above all cities thou with her thy mother whom the thunder slew dost look on it with love and now since all the city bendeth low beneath the sullen plague come thou with cleansing tread o'er the parnassian slopes or o'er the moaning straits antistrophe two o thou who leads the band the choral band of stars still breathing fire lord of the hymns of night 
the child of highest zeus appear o king with thyian maidens wild who all night long in dance with frenzied chorus sing thy praise their lord iacchus enter messenger messenger ye men of cadmus and amphion's house i know no life of mortal man which i would either praise or blame tis fortune's chance that raiseth up and fortune bringeth low the man who lives in good or evil plight and profit of men's future there is none for creon so i deem deserved to be at once admired and envied having saved this land of cadmus from the hands of foes and having ruled with fullest sovereignty he lived and prospered joyous in a race of goodly offspring now all this is gone for when men lose the joys that sweeten life i cannot deem they live but rather count as if a breathing corpse his heaped-up stores of wealth are large so be it and he lives with all a sovereign state and yet if joy be absent all the rest i count as naught and would not weigh them against pleasure's charm more than a vapour's shadow chorus what is this what new disaster tellst thou of our chiefs messenger dead are they and the living cause their death chorus who slays and who is slaughtered tell thy tale messenger hymon is dead slain weltering in his blood chorus by his own act or by his father's hand messenger his own in wrath gainst his father's crime chorus o prophet true most true those words of thine messenger since things stand thus we well may counsel take chorus lo creon's wife comes sad eurydice she from the house approaches hearing speech about her son or else by accident enter eurydice eurydice i on my way my friends as suppliant bound to pay my vows at palace shrine have heard your words and so i chance to draw the bolt of the half-open door when lo a sound falls on my ears of evil striking home and terror-struck i fall in deadly swoon back in my handmaid's arms yet tell it me tell the tale once again for i shall hear by long experience discipline to grief messenger dear lady i will tell thee i was by and will not leave one word of truth untold why should we smooth and glows where all too soon we should be found as liars truth is still the only safety lo i went with him thy husband in attendance to the edge of yonder plain where still all ruthlessly the corpse of polynices lay exposed mangled by dogs and having prayed to her the goddess of all pathways and to pluto to temper wrath with pity him they washed with holy washing and what yet was left we burnt in branches freshly cut and heaped a high raised grave from out his native soil and then we entered on the stone-paved home death's marriage chamber for the ill-starred maid and some one hears while standing yet afar shrill voice of wailing near the bridal bower by funeral rites unhallowed and he comes and tells my master creon on his ears advancing nearer falls a shriek confused of bitter sorrow and with groaning loud he utters one sad cry me miserable and am i then a prophet do i wend this day the dreariest way of all my life my son's voice greets me go my servants go quickly draw near and standing by the tomb search ye and see 
and where the stone torn out shall make an opening look ye in and say if i hear hymon's voice or if my soul is cheated by the gods and then we searched as he our master in his frenzy bade us and in the furthest corner of the vault we saw her hanging by her neck with cord of linen threads entwined and him we found clasping her form in passionate embrace and mourning o'er the doom that robbed him of her his father's deed and that his marriage bed so full of woe when creon saw him there groaning aloud in bitterness of heart he goes to him and calls in wailing voice poor boy what hast thou done hast thou then lost thy reason in what evil sinkest thou come forth my child on bended knee i ask thee and then the boy with fierce wild gleaming eyes glared at him spat upon his face and draws still answering not the sharp two-handled sword missing his aim his father from the blow turning aside in anger with himself the poor ill-doomed one even as he was fell on his sword and drove it through his breast full half its length and clasping yet alive the maiden's arm still soft he there breathes out in broken gasps upon her fair white cheek swift stream of bloody shower so they lie dead bridegroom with dead bride and he has gained poor boy his marriage rites in hades home and left to all men witness terrible the man's worst ill is want of counsel wise exit eurydice chorus what dost thou make of this she turneth back before one word or good or ill she speaks messenger i too am full of wonder yet with hopes i feed myself she will not think it meet hearing her son's woes openly to wail out in the town but to her handmaids there will give command to wail her woe at home too trained a judgment has she so to err chorus i know not to my mind or silence hard or vain wild cries are signs of bitter woe messenger soon we shall know within the house advancing if in the passion of her heart she hides a secret purpose truly dost thou speak there is a terror in that silence hard chorus seeing creon approaching with the corpse of hymon in his arms and lo the king himself is drawing nigh and in his hands he bears a record clear no woe if i may speak by others caused himself the great offender enter creon bearing hymon's body creon woe for the sins of souls of evil mood stern mighty to destroy o ye who look on those of kindred race the slayers and the slain woe for mine own rash plans that prosper not woe for thee son but new in life's career and by a new fate dying woe woe thou diest thou art gone not by thine evil counsel but by mine chorus ah me too late thou seemst to see the right creon ah me i learned the grievous lesson on my head god pressing sore hath smitten me and vexed in ways most rough and terrible ah me shattering my joy is trampled under foot woe woe man's labours are but labour lost enter second messenger second messenger my master thou as one who hast full store one source of sorrow bearest in thine arms and others in thy house too soon it seems thou needst must come and see creon 
and what remains worse evil than the evils that we bear second messenger thy wife is dead that corpse's mother true ill-starred one smitten with a blow just dealt creon o agony haven of death that none may pacify why dost thou thus destroy me turning to messenger o thou who comest bringing in thy train woes horrible to tell thou tramplest on a man already slain what sayst thou what new tidings brings to me ah me ah me is it that now there waits in store for me my own wife's death to crown my misery chorus full clearly thou mayst see no longer now dost yon recess conceal her the gates open and show the dead body of eurydice creon woe is me this second ill i gaze on miserable what fate yea what still lies in wait for me here in my arms i bear what was my son and there o oh misery look upon the dead ah wretched mother ah my son my son second messenger in frenzy wild she round the altar clung and closed her darkening eyelids and bewailed the noble fate of Magarius, who died long since and then again that corpse thou hast and last of all she cried a bitter cry against thy deeds the murderer of thy sons creon woe woe alas i shudder in my fear will no one strike a deadly blow with sharp two-edged sword fearful my fate alas and with a fearful woe full sore beset second messenger she in her death charged thee with being the cause of all their sorrows these and those of old creon and in what way struck she the murderous blow second messenger with her own hand below her heart she stabbed hearing her son's most pitiable fate creon ah me the fault is mine on no one else of all that live the fearful guilt can come i even i did slay thee woe is me i yes i speak the truth lead me ye guards lead me forth quickly lead me out of sight more crushed to nothing than is nothing's self chorus thou counsellest gain if gain there be in ills for present ills when shortest then are best creon o oh, come thou then come thou the last of all my dooms that brings to me best boon my life's last day come then o oh, come that never more i look upon the light chorus these things are in the future what is near that we must do or what is yet to come they watch to whom that work of right belongs creon i did but pray for what i most desire chorus pray thou for nothing then for mortal man there is no issue from a doom decreed creon looking at the two corpses lead me then forth vain shadow that i am who slew thee o my son unwillingly and thee too o my sorrow and i know not which way to look or turn all near at hand is turned to evil and upon my head there falls a doom far worse than i can bear chorus man's highest blessedness in wisdom chiefly stands and in the things that touch upon the gods tis best in word or deed to shun unholy pride great words of boasting bring great punishments and so to grey-haired age teach wisdom at the last
End of part three. Recording by expatriate in Bangor, Maine. End of Antigone by Sophocles. Translated by Edward Hayes Plumptree, eighteen twenty one to eighteen ninety one. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.